2: This morning, bringing them home, the government's plan to save Australians stuck in India, but the travel ban stays for now. Bombshell Report claims of physical and emotional abuse from young, vulnerable athletes. Melbourne bracing for heavy rain, where the worst is set to fall. And a slip of the tongue, Queensland's Deputy Premier makes an awkward mistake during a Labor Day speech.
3: This is Seven News. With Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. The Prime Minister says Australia's ban on travel from India is being reviewed, with plans being made to bring stranded citizens home on charter flights. Let's go live to political reporter Olivia Leeming. Good morning, Olivia. When will Aussies be allowed to return?
3: Good morning, Jody. We understand the ban will be reviewed this week and the government intends to lift it on the 15th of May. From then, repatriation flights will resume to bring Australians home from India and quarantine at the Howard Springs facility in Darwin. It follows controversy over the five-year jail terms and $66,000 fines announced for anyone stranded in India who tries to come home. Some Australians still over there say they deserve special consideration given the circumstances.
0: I came here with the valid permission. My father passed away the same day when I came here. He was just waiting for me. And now the government is telling me you'll be charged criminally if I come back. How come I'm less of Australian in comparison to anyone else?
3: Australian cricketers are still over in India for the Indian Premier League some desperate to leave with two players from the Indian side now testing positive for COVID. The Australians in that team, Pat Cummins and Ben Cutting are in isolation both COVID free for now. IPL commentator and former test opener Michael Slater who escaped from India on the weekend to the Maldives has tweeted a scathing criticism of Scott Morrison overnight. He says if our government cared for the safety of Aussies they would allow us to get home it's a disgrace blood on your hands pm how dare you treat us like this how about you sort out quarantine system i had government permission to work on the
2: ipl but now have government neglect tensions running high Jodie. obviously okay thanks olivia Queensland residents are getting ready to roll up their sleeves for the COVID vaccine. From today, over 50s are able to book in for the jab after the rollout started interstate yesterday. Eager participants in Melbourne lined up for hours, swamping clinics and mass hubs. But in Sydney, it was a different story with fears many are just not interested. The Federal Government is hoping to encourage more people to get a COVID vaccine by releasing a new ad aimed at increasing uptake and improving confidence.
0: It's voluntary, free and the best way to protect you and your community.
2: Those aged 50 to 69 are now eligible for a shot under Phase 2A of the rollout, but vaccine hesitancy is still causing major issues. A bombshell investigation into Australian gymnastics has exposed a shocking culture of mistreatment and abuse. The governing body has apologised and promised immediate change. The gymnasts who suffered want compensation and police action.
1: For decades, Australian gymnasts have been crying out for help.
2: We feel like
3: finally we've been heard. Uh, This is the first step.
1: The Human Rights Commission report scathing.
0: Experiences of misconduct, bullying, abuse, harassment and assault amongst athletes.
1: Including claims of sexual assault of young girls. Well certainly in the case of matters that are criminal, absolutely they refer to the police. The gymnasts complained they'd been ignored until a Netflix documentary exposed the horrific culture in the USA. And forced action here.
2: The time for transformational cultural change begins now.
1: The report found current coaching methods create a risk of abuse and harm to athletes. A winning at all costs mentality led to gymnasts being silenced with a focus on the ideal body, body shaming, harmful weight management which often caused the development of eating disorders.
3: There needs to be redress for athletes who are affected by the abuse.
1: Compensation. And frankly it's not something we've considered to this point. They'll adopt 12 recommendations and hold more reviews but can't explain why this took so long. I don't have a good answer answer to that question.
2: I'll be honest, I don't have a lot of love for gymnastics anymore.
1: Matt Carmichael, 7 News.
2: One of the nation's top military commanders has declared a war with China is likely. The Sydney Morning Herald reports Major General Adam Finlay made the revelation to Special Forces soldiers during a briefing last year. He told troops Beijing is already engaging in grey zone warfare and Australia must plan for the likelihood it might spill over into actual conflict in the future. It's set to be a wet and windy start to the day in Melbourne as a cold front makes its way across Victoria. The Weather Bureau is predicting a month's worth of rain to fall in parts of the capital and Geelong. Local falls could be much heavier with drivers' urged to take care as there is the potential for flash flooding. Queensland's Deputy Premier has had a shocking slip of the tongue during a Labor Day speech. Stephen Miles was speaking to a crowd of union members and supporters when he made the accidental remark, calling the Prime Minister a derogatory term.
1: Albo's here with us at Labor
2: Day, while Scott Morrison's charging 5000 bucks a head to have dinner with him. What a contrast, don't we need Mr Miles is adamant it was an honest mistake. A 16-year-old boy has been tragically killed in a dirt bike race in Brisbane's north. The teenager's motorbike struck a fence yesterday afternoon during the Queensland track titles.
1: A lovely young man, a very promising dirt bike rider. And to have his life cut short like this, um, unspeakable.
2: Police are now asking spectators who witnessed the accident to share any footage with them and not to post it online. Shocking video has emerged of a violent attack on a teenager in Western Sydney on Saturday night. It happened in a car park at Penrith, with several people punching the 16-year-old. One attacker was wielding what appeared to be a rod or a bat. The teenager was stabbed in the side, with the attackers then fleeing. He was taken to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries police are investigating. The jury in the Jack DeBellin rape retrial has retired to consider its verdict. It's the second trial the St George player and his friend Callan Sinclair have faced after the jury failed to reach a conclusion at the first hearing. Both men are accused of sexually assaulting a 19-year-old woman who they met on a night out in Wollongong in 2018. If found guilty, they face up to 20 years in jail. Australia's economy is roaring back to life, with experts predicting a bumper budget next week. They say the red-hot recovery will improve the nation's bottom line by $100 billion more than earlier estimates.
4: More jobs, more household spending and soaring iron ore prices mean Australia's economic recovery is well and truly on.
0: It's absolutely red hot.
4: Economists expect that to be reflected in next week's federal budget, predicting a deficit of $167 billion this financial year, $31 billion lower than forecast in December, decreasing to $49 billion over the next four years. Total deficits almost $100 billion smaller than expected.
0: Deficit's still big but much less scary. If you can get a better economy, you're getting a better budget. That's what we're getting.
4: Setting the scene for a raft of new spending on May 11. The centrepiece? A reported $10 billion package to reform the aged care sector. Already announced measures include $1.7 billion to increase childcare subsidies for families with more than one child. $750 million for defence, extending the low and middle income tax offset and more cash for women's services.
3: There is more to come, I can assure you of that.
4: The opposition arguing the economy is recovering despite the government, not because of it. The recovery would be stronger if Scott Morrison wasn't stuffing up the vaccine rollout. While that may be so, economists have given the government the thumbs up over its decision not to attempt to repair the budget until unemployment falls below 5%. But even then, Chris Richardson warns we may still need to save $40 billion a year to balance the books. Rob Scott, 7 News.
2: Airfare wars have broken out again with seats between Sydney and Melbourne slashed to just $30. Experts are saying it's a win for tourism. Passengers and crew laid off because of COVID.
0: The battle for bargain travel is reaching new heights. Airlines unveiling record low prices for what is traditionally the second busiest route in the world.
4: And this will be a great boost to tourism in both Melbourne and in Sydney.
0: Rex announced $39 flights between Sydney and Melbourne. Virgin matched the price within hours. Jetstar then went $9 better with $30 tickets. That's less than half the cost of a 12 hour coach or train trip. $30? That's amazing. Why? I guess they'll need whatever revenue they can get.
4: The price is getting so low, the next thing you'll hear, they'll toss it. I'll toss a set of saucepans in.
0: Rex says the sale should provide a much needed tourism boost to both cities, but admits it's also a marketing move, designed to entice travellers to try the full service airline.
4: We're not going to be making much in the way of a profit out of this, but what we want to do is attract people to fly with us. As long as Rex keep on doing crazy things like this, a few people will benefit.
0: Aviation workers are also returning to the skies, with Jetstar bringing its international crew back on board to meet domestic demand. It's also looking to fill hundreds of other roles left vacant during the pandemic.
4: We are flying more sectors today than what we were doing
2: pre-COVID. It seems everyone's a winner in this airfare war. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is up. The Nasdaq is down. In London, the FTSE rose. So did Germany's DAX. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng fell. The All closed slightly lower, and the ASX 200 finished marginally higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,791 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 67.49 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77.61 US cents, almost 85 Japanese yen. And $1.07 New Zealand. House hunting Australians have given Westpac a major boost. Over the past six months, the bank's cash profit rose to $3.5 billion, up 256%. That's thanks to new owner occupier loans and mortgages for first home buyers. Westpac is also planning to slash its costs by $2 billion, simplifying its structure and adopting more digital technology. Australian authorities have helped to shut down one of the world's largest child pornography platforms. The international operation targeted a dark net platform called Boys Town, which has now been taken down. Three men have been arrested in Germany, while a fourth suspect is being held in South America. They're accused of running the site, which had over 400,000 registered users. 26 people have been killed and several others are missing after a tragic boat accident in Bangladesh. The overcrowded speedboat collided with a sand-laden cargo boat in the giant Padma River. Locals and rescue divers retrieved bodies as hundreds gathered on the shoreline. A quick-thinking Good Samaritan has saved a child during a dramatic bridge crash in the US. Video of the aftermath of the multi-vehicle collision shows one car dangling off the guardrail. One passerby jumped over the edge and rescued the child who was thrown from the vehicle. Seven other people were also taken to hospital. Prince Harry has joined some of Hollywood's biggest stars on stage in California at a charity concert making a COVID vaccine plea. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. It was Harry's first public appearance since his grandfather's funeral.
3: It was, Jody. Good morning. It's also the first time we've heard from Prince Harry since that Bombshell Oprah interview. The Duke of Sussex appearing alongside global megastars Jennifer Lopez and Selena Gomez at this Vax Live event overnight in Los Angeles, praising healthcare workers at the front line of this pandemic and making an impassioned plea for global distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine.
4: The vaccine must be distributed to everyone... Everywhere. We cannot rest or truly recover until there is fair distribution to every corner of the world.
3: The last time we saw Prince Harry, of course, was at his grandfather, uh, pr- uh, Prince Philip's uh, funeral just last month. Uh, Megan, his wife, was not at this concert
2: overnight, but of course the couple is expecting their second child, a baby girl, this summer in the US. We're not sure yet what the due date is, but we're expecting sometime in June. Jodie? She's resting at home. Okay, thanks, Ash. In sport, Richmond's Dylan Grimes has been sidelined for Friday's grand final rematch after suffering a delayed concussion. Meanwhile, an emotional Adam Tomlinson is preparing for a year out of footy after a scan confirmed an ACL injury. It's another blow for the undefeated Demons, with Ford Bailey Fritch handed a one-match ban for striking North Melbourne's Tom Powell. Sea Eagles captain Daley Cherry Evans is close to re-signing with Manly. DCE's eight-year, $10 million contract ends at the end of 2023, but 7 News understands the Sea Eagles are ready to begin talks about an extension. Meanwhile, Carmichael Hunt was a surprise addition at Broncos training yesterday. The 34-year-old quit the NRL in 2009, but has returned on a train and trial contract. He won't be eligible to play until at least round 11. The Hawks have snapped a three-game losing streak, outlasting the Breakers 75-67. Tyler Harvey was unstoppable. The American point guard finishing with 29 points, seven steals and three triples. Leading most of the match, the Breakers went ice cold in the final quarter, missing nine shots before a Justin Simon block in the final minute sealed the win for the fifth-placed Hawks. American surfer John John Florence has continued his love affair with Margaret River. Already a two-time winner at the famous break south of Perth, Florence eased into the round of 16. Steph Gilmore survived the elimination round to reach the last 16 of the women's event. The action continues this morning on 7 Plus. And this is what you get when you cross windsurfing with kitesurfing. The Wing Foil World Cup took place over the weekend in Le Cat in the south of France. Wing Foil is a relatively new sport where riders standing on a board are pulled by an inflatable wing while being guided by a foil in the water. A Sydney man has had his hands full trying to be the first to conquer the burger challenge at the Khartoum Hotel near Cessnock. James needed to eat the 4.8 kilogram burger along with 200 grams of chips and onion rings in less than half an hour. And he did it in 25 minutes and 37 seconds and followed up there with some cheesecake. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and cold front are generating showers, gusty winds, and storms in parts of Victoria and Tasmania. Onshore winds are bringing showers to northeastern New South Wales and eastern Queensland. Around the capitals, Brisbane, a possible thunderstorm, a top of 26 degrees, showers and 21 in Sydney, Canberra, showers with a top of 16, Melbourne, rain and 15. Hobart, mostly sunny, 15 the top, mostly sunny also in Adelaide, heading for 18. Perth, a possible thunderstorm, and 23 today, and sunny, and 33 in Darwin. And that's 7 early news for this Tuesday, the 4th of May 2021.